Hello and welcome to the Graveyard Shift, the weekly horror podcast where we take a listener-suggested movie and break it down into the good, the bad, and anything else we find fun and or relevant. My name is Mike, and I never work the Graveyard Shift alone. Please welcome the guy who would never dress in drag no matter how much you mess with the plate in his head, Eric. You don't know that for sure. And please say hello to the guy that wouldn't join any space crew unless the ship had Android installed, Rich. How's it going? That's, that's actually very accurate. Uh, yeah, we had a hell of a movie. So without further ado, today's episode is Houston, we have so many problems because we watched Leprechaun 4 in space. I'm surprised you didn't go for spice. <laughs> Why? Obviously, you're going to go with the Muppets. Uh, I don't know, man. That guy, he's pretty classic. Pretty classic line. Command and Conquer. Spice! Uh, nobody remembers Red Alert 2. Uh, well, you and I clearly do. I don't. I'm going with the Muppets. Ah, uh, okay, fine. Yeah, Red Alert 3 was the one in space, right? I don't. We have to go to the moon to fight these Russians. Yeah, there you go. Anyway, Muppets wins. Uh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, of course. Muppets are classic. So, this movie was directed by Brian Trenchard Smith, produced by Jeff... Jeffrey. <laughs> wow. <laughs> He's so nice, his parents named him twice. That's and definitely Wal- not a real name. It, that's like Alan Smithy or something. And Walter Jostin, written by Dennis Pratt, based on characters by Mark Jones. Starring Warwick Davis as Lubdun the Leprechaun King, never addressed as such. Rebecca Carlton as Princess Zarina, Brent Jasmer as Sergeant Books Malloy, Jessica Collins as Dr. Tina Reeves, Gary Siner as Dr. Mittenhand slash Da Mittenspinner, Gary Grossman as Harold, which is greatly cast because he was a gross man. Yeah, that's for sure. Tim Colseri as Master Sergeant Metalhead Hooker. That's his actual fucking character name. Miguel A. Nunez Jr. returning from The Living Dead as Styx. Deb Dunning as Private Dolores Costello. Mike Canizo as Daniel Grady, but not that Daniel Grady, because he's obviously not an old man who suffered a stroke. <laughs> Mike just did after the end of this movie. <laughs> Rick Peters as Mooch. Jeff Mead as Kowalski, and Lad York as Lucky. Who the fuck was Lucky? Oh yeah, the first guy to die. Living up to his name. Music by Dennis Michael Tenney. That sounds familiar. Pretty sure we've had that guy do music on the show before. That sounds With familiar. Cinematography by David Lewis. Edited by Daniel Duncan. Produced by Trimark Pictures. Vidmark Entertainment. More like Skidmark. And <laughs> Blue Rider Productions. Yeah, tell us how you really feel, Mike, and we we just started. (laughs) Released February 25th, 1997, because, yeah, what better time to launch a movie than the post-Valentine's Day slump? With a runtime of 95 minutes and a budget of $3 million. Or, or according to IMDb, and probably more realistically, $1 million. That definitely, I definitely see more of that on the screen than $3 million. Mm Mm-hmm. Unless two million was just like for hookers for the staff. And you know what? I will say this though: 
The release date in February is a lot closer to St. Patrick's Day than the original movie being released in January. That makes, yeah. So they're getting better. <laughs> Man. And this movie has a Rotten Tomato score of 14%. Oh, God. That seems now, uh, kind of mean. Yeah, that's a little <laughs> harsh, but we'll get, we'll get to it. And for a little bit of trivia, the title character is never once named in the film as a leprechaun. He is called an alien, monster, bastard, or some combination thereof. So he's not even a fucking leprechaun, except he's obviously a leprechaun. Well, we don't know if he's not a leprechaun. They just don't say that. Yeah, so, I mean, like... These aren't the smartest Marines in the world. Yeah, you think none of them have any cultural cachet where they would be like, hey, he looks like a fucking leprechaun. What's he doing on a planet that's not... that doesn't have an island in it? But nobody asked that. Yeah. Who knows what aliens they've seen? Mm Mm-hmm. Or, the, or are, if there even are aliens, or if it's just humans that just have different colonies. Anyways, according to Dave Trippett, the executive in charge of production for the first three movies, this film originally st- started out as a spoof of Apollo 13. A senior Trimark executive saw the promo art for Apollo 13 and immediately had artwork replacing Tom Hanks' face with the leprechaun. <laughs> <laughs> and someone decided we need to put a script to it. Jesus. So it Christ. started off as a fucking gag <laughs> of a, a gag poster. Amazing. And someone's just like, we need to script this shit up. That's incredible. The Leprechaun uses a lightsaber. Warwick Davis himself appeared in several Star Wars movies, most notably as Wicket. And he finally gets to wield one. So, you know what? Good for him. Now, the sound of the doors opening and closing are taken from the original Doom video game, where it was the sound of the elevators. Huh. The film takes place in the year of 2096, although somehow less technologically advanced than 2015. Not just that, something that actually bothered me about it, too, is right at the beginning, they were talking about money. And the way that they were talking about it in the future, I was like, this doesn't make any sense. Inflation should mean that it's more. (laughs) It's like, wait a minute, this future thing doesn't really make any sense. Well, unless like the third or fourth world wars uh, precipitated a financial collapse and rapid deflation. I guess, maybe. Anyways, Eric Avari was considered for the role of Dr. Mittenhand. I don't know who that is, but he probably would have been better. <laughs> Leprechaun 4 in Space is the first film in the series to have a subtitle after the number. And about eight minutes into the film, two Millennium Falcon toys can be seen painted in the walls of the dropship. Oh, no shit. It's a good thing George Lucas has never seen this. <laughs> uh, so, does anyone else have any trivia before we start with the goods? Um, I did find one thing that I kind of thought was neat. Uh, Tim Colseri, the guy who plays <laughs> Metalhead Hooker, he was originally, like, if you've anyone's seen Full Metal Jacket, he was originally going to be the gunnery sergeant that was played by Arlie Ermey and was replaced. But he is still in, um, he's still in, uh, Full Metal Jacket as he's the door gunner when they're in the chopper yelling, get some, when he's shooting at all the the Vietnamese. Hmm. Huh. Was this before or after we got the plate? (laughs) Well, maybe he got the plate in Nam, you know. 
Oh, shit. This came out in 96. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That explains so much. I thought this came out in like 2006. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. You're a little off. Yeah, just a little bit. That's crazy. Because like there was so many people in this that I was like, I, I, I recognized... Uh, or a few people that I, I recognized, and I was like, wait, why do they still look so young? Like, what's going on here? I'm trying to find the, the, the woman, the girl there that uh, that really, that I recognized. Was it, oh my God, it was- You it was, how fucked up this is? Yeah. Now, we, 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 we introduced this, and Wikipedia does say this is a 1997 movie, but when I go back to uh, that actor's Wikipedia, Tim Colseri, when you go in his- uh, his Wikipedia, it says Leprechaun 4 in Space came out in 1996. Hmm. Weird. Wow. No, well, I said when the release date was. Oh, 1997. Wow, that's... And I yeah. I just figured out one of the two people that was bothering me the most in the movie was uh, Deb... Uh, sorry. Crap, I just lost the name there. De- uh, Deb Dunning, who was uh, Heidi. On mm-hmm. um, uh, home improvement, which yep. I, the whole time I'm staring at her like I fucking know her. Where do I know her from? And I, this should have clicked with me because, like, I don't know. Not even six months ago, I watched all seven seasons of Home Improvement back to back, nonstop for like a month straight. That's the only thing I watched. <laughs> like, and the whole time I'm sitting here like, why does she look so fucking familiar? What is she from? I know those tits. Yeah, well, exactly. That's literally. And the whole time, too, I was also thinking, when is she going to take off her shit? And then I was like, no, I recognize her. She's clearly not going to get topless because I recognize her, which means she's been in something, which means she's not going to do it. You know what I mean? Uh, and the other guy, I'm trying to figure out what I know him from, was uh, Miguel A. Nunez, I believe. Yep. Yeah, Return of the Living Dead. You saw, doesn't him. Help me. You saw that movie with us, didn't you? Nope. I've never seen that. Why would I watch a zombie oh. movie? That sounds scary. <laughs> like, are you insane? Uh, yeah, he he's been, he he goes in horror every now and then because he was in Return of the Living Dead. He was also in Friday the Thirteenth uh, Five. He's the guy that gets killed, gets killed in the um, in the outhouse, and he's also Joanna Man. So go fucking figure. There we go. <laughs> that's what it is. See, that's definitely what did it. Why, where's Joanna why, Man? Where, where's Joanna Man from? Juana Man was a... Uh, was Wasn't it a TV movie? Out. It was a movie. A movie it came movie? out here in 2002. And it, uh, Miguel Nunez is Jamal Jeffries, a basketball star becoming a female impersonator and joining women's basketball. So kind of relevant nowadays. He was also huh. on the Bernie Mac show as well, which is uh, another place where I probably recognize him from. Also in The Nutty Professor 2 and The Hughleys. Again, probably another reason why. Like, he's just been in oh, a lot of stuff. He's he's um in the Van Damme Street Fighter movie. He's DJ. Oh, yes. That is 100% the, the biggest. Yes, that is it. Yep. Because of just the time. Because I've, I'm looking at his face like, oh, my God. Like, he looks exact. Mm-hmm. And that was two years before this. Or no, one yep. year before this. Yeah, depending on it, whether this came out in 96 or 97. Yeah, well, that's true. It's funny, though, because IMDb, it says Street Fighter, the movie, and then in brackets, mm-hmm. it says video game. Well, they did a they did a video game of Street Fighter with uh, the actors doing, like, motion capture oh, as really? well. But then where would, yeah. where's the video, where's the actual movie then? Lethal Weapon 2. Yeah, yeah it's, uh, that, that's weird. 
Street Fighter is on his Wikipedia. It's it's right under There Goes My Baby and right above Slam Dunk Ernest. That's really funny. What? There was a... Yeah, you've never heard of Slam Dunk Ernest? Ernest gets magical shoes from Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, who is an angel for some fucking reason, and it helps him play basketball. <laughs> I think, I'm not lying. I think I have it, Mike, if you want to watch it on my Plex drive. <laughs> I'm not lying. <laughs> no, man, we gotta save. We gotta save a movie like that for when we get our vaccinations and we can finally hang out. Because th- I want to be able to like talk that shit with you live. Oh, I thought you were gonna say we should save it for that other podcast. No, no. Yeah, Karimo Jabbar is literally called the Archangel of Basketball. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Do you think we're gonna save it for my sports podcast? <laughs> no, I was thinking that one that that we the the off the offshoot. Of graveyard shift that we never did, that we did, totally did. The off-court shift? What was it called? (laughs) I don't remember. Whatever. Back to this movie. Yeah, and he was also in Black Dynamite, which I highly recommend. He was one of the pimps called Mo Bitches. (laughs) (laughs) Shit! I love that movie. Fuck, so that movie's so fucking good. Uh, Schlock, schlock treatment, by the way, is what I was talking about. There's schlock persodes, or whatever we used to call it. Schlock chatter. Yeah, there you go. That was it. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, that was a great show that we never got to do because you had all the episodes and then <laughs> didn't do anything with them. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, let, let's let these episodes age like a fine wine because, you know, they're like wine. <laughs> Anyways. To be fair, I didn't like first- wine, so I didn't like that either, I guess. <laughs> My first good is Princess is hot with her Princess Leia slash Dalek bikini. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, yeah. The the bikini looks good. That all the all the glitter and face paint and shit kind of takes it away from me. But no, that that's it's a really nice like wannabe cosplay bikini. I'll give her that. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, it, it, her whole outfit just I, as soon as I saw her, I was immediately pulling ones out of my wallet. <laughs> That's not all you were pulling. <laughs> it smells like lemon. <laughs> <laughs> Deep cut. Deep cut. Okay, so, Rich, what's your first good? Um, my first good was actually that it seemed like a pretty decent cast for such a bad movie. I mean, I didn't look anything up while I was uh, watching the movie, but just seeing the people, I was like, okay, I recognize that person. I recognize this person. Like, this guy kind of looks cool. Um, you know, like, that guy's interesting. I think I've seen him before. Like, there was a lot of people that I've seen. And I mean, like, not Christian Bale. I mean, mm-hmm. right? Like, that guy's got to be famous, right? He looks exactly like Christian Bale. <laughs> before Christian ca- Bale looked like him, Christian Bale. I call him not sliced alone. Yeah, I okay. definitely think he looked more like... Now, I was going to ask you. Now, Rich, you're not, like, huge into horror movies in the, unless it's, like, goofy, stupid shit like this. Yeah. I... This is this month is like Mike's first foray into the Leprechaun air quotes universe. Is this the first time you've ever seen a Leprechaun movie? Yes, yes, definitely. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> and I gotta say, get a good so far, it's it's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Eric, what's your first good? Okay, my first good is no matter how air quotes good a movie is or air quotes bad a movie is i always love when there's space marines in it 
whether it's <laughs> whether it's you know and we'll we'll whether James Cameron's Aliens or Jason X. <laughs> so we have both spectrums. I just I always have fun with Space Marines, especially when you have like an over the top drill sergeant. And he's got that stupid story where, where, like, you know, he got that metal plate in his head because he carried a man 14 miles, you know, on his back, you know, wounded and all that stupid shit. That, to me, added to the schlocky feel of this series already. Yep. Like, you guys haven't seen any of this, but, like, this, remember, this is the fourth fucking Leprechaun movie. So there was really nowhere to go but down. And this kind of brought it up for me a little bit because I'm already laughing at the fact that we have space marines going to fight warwick davis as a leprechaun and it just it just made me laugh oh yeah and the fact that the the sergeant just kept calling the blonde cupcake (laughs) just just added to it yep (laughs) wasn't jennifer speaking of uh cupcakes wasn't jennifer aniston in one of the leprechaun movies yeah we already covered that the first one oh yeah the the first one was her actual her first uh feature film yeah okay that's what i thought and she's and as of that came out in like ninety three, and as of two thousand eighteen, she's just now finally saying that yeah, I was in that movie. She's not denying it anymore. Uh, she's finally uh, admitting it. That's really funny. Okay, so my next good is tiny green dude with a lightsaber chopping up soldiers before Yoda did it in Revenge of the Sith. <laughs> yeah, I had that too. I had a. Uh, uh, he actually uses uh, he actually uses weapons in this and not just magic. So it is cool to see him wield a lightsaber. You know, it's cool seeing Warwick Davis do it, but it's also cool seeing the fact that, he, that he's shooting like guns and you know diving on grenades and stuff. So again, it's it's you know bless their hearts they tried for something different instead of just him using the the, the typical magic all the time. Except they became so different, it was just like, does he even have to be the leprechaun? Hmm. Well, they didn't say if he was a leprechaun or not, Mike. Remember, they just called him a <laughs> bastard or a creature. He was he could, he was just a alien of questionable origin who spoke with an Irish accent and had buckles on his shoes and his hat and exactly. and striped socks and, and was fixated on gold. Yep. Ah, <laughs> uh, so rich. What's your next good? Uh, my next good was actually that. Um, Chrome Dome's Chrome actually looked kind of good, especially compared to other things that we will talk about later. <laughs> it could have looked like CGI, so yeah, it could have looked worse. Like it, it, mm-hmm. it to me, it looked like pretty, like probably one of the best or uh, like most realistic things that they did in this movie when it comes to visual effects, whether that be practical or uh, digital or a combination of both. I personally think it was probably a combination of both. Um, mm-hmm. but, uh, it looked, it, whatever they did, it came out pretty well. I, he I have looked to say. like, he looked like a rejected Mortal Kombat character. Yes. Yes, he did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll give it that. I think that the, it definitely looked really good. Like the, the way the skin kind of like, you could tell it, it was like peeled away from like the, the metal di- or the metal part in his head. It was, it looked really good, you know, for a million Yeah, it looked hours, like that plate was pressing the skin away. Yep. For a million dollars, you can tell the budget went into the makeup and not much else, but hmm. give credit where credit's due. Yeah. It didn't go into the CGI for sure. Yeah, we're not there yet, Mike. <laughs> okay, so Eric, what's your next good? Okay, since I already mentioned uh, the lightsaber and the weapons, I'm going to say, since I'm the only American in this episode, I'm going to say, sorry, Canada, but Debbie Dunning is the hotter tool time girl. 
<laughs> I, I would agree with that. Yeah, I'm not now I'm not praising her acting because then she's pretty, you know, on par with the other tool time girl. But um yeah, it was nice to see Debbie Dunning, you know, outside of you know, having to also look at, you know, Tim Allen and, and uh Yeah. What's this Richard Karn. She takes her shirt off. You know, it's she's not nude, but you know what? It's more than we normally got to see on Tool Time. Oh yeah. So again, take what we can get. Yep. <laughs> she um so to me to me, she had more of the girl next door hot kind of look, whereas uh Pam has always been the more skanky slut you want to fuck for a day. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like she's the penthouse. The next she's the just, penthouse. The girl next door that just got a boob job. Well, she's penthouse and Debbie Dunn is, is uh she's like um Playboy. Playboy. Yeah, exactly. You have class and then you have Pam Anderson. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you have class and then you have the clap. Yeah, you have the one that was in Leprechaun 4, and then the one that got Hep C from Tommy Lee. Yes. You know, which which one do you want? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. One of them was in this movie in 1996, and the other one was in Barbed Wire in 1996. So. <laughs> yeah, really. And Barbarella. Ooh. Barbarella, though, probably counts in her favor, I have to say. The, 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 the cartoon. Sh- oh, that was Stripperella, I think. Oh, yes. Yeah, you're thinking right. Stripperella. Yeah, Stripperella. Yeah. Barbarella was Jane Fonda. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> A big fucking difference there. <laughs> I mean, like that lady, that lady outshone the rest of these two bimbos any day. Fair enough. What's your next good, Mike? But uh, Professor Modoc catching the doctor being naughty. Oh yeah, that was amazing. <laughs> the way he just slides into frame. Like, like I hated the doc. I hated uh, the doctor who's f- funny enough. His name is Harold in the movie when he like hit the actor had a more apt name, Grossman. Yeah, because that's who this guy. I was. loved that guy. Yeah. I loved his character. He was hilarious. He, uh, he was so creepy. Uh, you know like he, I, I was calling him Igor because I kept forgetting what his name was, so I just called him Igor. I, I, I'll give him because I'm going to talk about him on the other list, but I'll give him some credit. I did like the scene where I don't know. I mean, it might have been um, what the fuck is his name? Metalhead, who said yeah. he's going to like knock out his teeth and shit down his neck, and then Har- Harold just says, "Sorry, I've already had lunch." Yeah. Oh so no. His delivery on that was kind of funny. Yeah, he he he's sassy, but he's being gross with this with this unconscious woman because like ugh. But the way that because we always see this doctor who's like basically a head on a screen, mm-hmm. and then we see the, him just slide into frame it right behind the doctor way. while the guy is just like sniffing feet like about to lick the feet or do some i don't know maybe wrap them around his meat like i don't know like a yeah. foot sandwich but anyway it was really he well just done. slides in while peeking at him it was he, just, had this, he had this perfect like the fuck are you doing look on his face yeah <laughs> like, didn't say god anything. damn it you're the best we've got god damn it not again well at least this one's alive <laughs> I quite liked it. Uh, so that was one of the few cases of like really excellent comic timing mm. in this. Something you would know nothing about. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> um, my next good is that uh, I just I really loved the the leprechaun's first introduction, the way that it introduces him, and the way he was talking. He was talking so proper and he was mm-hmm. so well spoken and the way that he was just like, oh, yes, I'm going to bribe you, but also blackmail you. And, you know, like you're going to be my wife forever and I'm creepy, but I'm so classy. Like, he's, it was his, great. His, we- 
he's wearing that wee little tuxedo and he had like the Cruella DeVille, like, you know, cigarette holder yeah, and everything. It was great. I, I absolutely <laughs> loved it. Uh, that was. Yet he couldn't brush his like, teeth. Like, as an introduction. <laughs> yeah, really. As an introduction. He's got magic. Why can't he just magic them nice? If he can. Ma- eh, yeah, whatever. he, he could have just been like, what was it? What was the guy's name? Damon? Like, uh, who was the guy in uh, Something About Mary? Matt Damon with the mustache? Matt, was it Matt Damon or was yeah. it his brother? No, Matt Damon. Matt Dillon. Matt Dillon. Oh, d- yeah. That's it. Matt and Damon. he got the veneers. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, so he could have just, oh, my God, that would have been even more disturbing. He's just like, oh, what's the matter with me teeth? Uh, yeah, you got a little something there. Can you whiten them up? Just a sec. He turns around and he's got, like, the horse teeth. Like, oh, God. That would have been actually a really good What do you really think now? Guy. And then especially if he, like, bit somebody's ear off after with them or something, maybe. Or he just, like, starts talking like Doug Henning. Like, now we're going to do some magic. <laughs> I'm just, right now you're, you're talking about horse teeth. I'm just picturing, like, Gary Busey as the leprechaun. <laughs> I thought you were going to say uh, uh, Sarah Jessica Parker. No, that's horse face. Yeah. Well, you got to have teeth to have a face. No, not really. No, you don't. I know a lot of toothless old ladies at my work. You don't have to have teeth. <laughs> I meant like if you have a horse face, you probably have horse teeth. I don't know. Fuck off. No. A horse face is like a Mike, long gun Mike, skull. don't get me started. I'll start clapping. I'll, st- I'll start clapping. Don't think I won't clap. We've already talked about Pam Anderson. No clap, please. Oh, <laughs> Eric, what's your next good? <laughs> oh, God. Not her vagina. Oh. Um, <laughs> my next good is Miguel Nunez is a lot of fucking fun. Every he time, is. Yes. I fucking love him. Yeah. Every time that fucker is on screen, whether he's bored at their celebration, whether he's he's being friend zoned at the end after everyone's dead and he doesn't get you know a kiss or anything, when he's making racial jokes, you know when he's speaking in you know like slave talk and he's saying, oh, it's like, oh, Lodi, it's dark in here. Knock <laughs> it off. <laughs> yes, sir, Mister Daniels. Yeah, he says. Oh, Mr. Daniels, it's, it's just scary in here. And then he says, we got to go. We got to go. Oh, feet don't fail me now. You know, yeah, that shit's <laughs> funny when he's, even when this poor bastard is like covered up in this fake shitty cotton candy looking like spider web and he's yelling. He's like, you know, this big fucking spider going to come eat my ass. You know, he is so fucking fun. He is, I never honestly thought I would literally like laugh out loud and, you know, not, you know, at bad things in this movie. <laughs> this man made me laugh out loud so many times in this movie. And I have genuinely entertaining. Agreed. Yeah. My next good is the line. Your ass is grass. If you even got an ass. <laughs> he had a, he had sergeant, a lot of great one liners. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The sergeant. We finally get to meet the, the, the doctor who I call Modoc because for the most for like the first half of the movie, we just get to see his head in a TV. But then when he finally shows up and you think, oh, he's going to be like really impressive or menacing or just, you know, he's going to be a person. Mm-hmm. And uh, he comes out looking like a weird half doll like thing. Slash floor buffer. <laughs> one arm slash slot machine. <laughs> you know, it, it, yeah, it, you know. Again, we talked about the practical effects. He didn't look too bad, you know, when we had to see him, like, you know, not from behind. And you could tell, like, the head was fake and everything. You know, the practical effects looked pretty good when he was, you know, half of that shitty robot thing. You know, with a fucking heart in a bubbling jar, because that makes sense. <laughs> but You're looking for sense in Leprechaun 4, dude. 
So he he gives orders to the sergeant, and the sergeant's just like, your ass is grass if you even got an ass. <laughs> like he's just threatening to kick his to kick him to kick his whatever he's got left. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah. So Metalhead Metalhead was a lot of fun too. Yeah. It was. So Rich, what's your next? My next good is uh, actually brings it back a little bit to uh, Igor, whatever his name was. What was his name? Doug? Harold. Harold. There we go. I knew it was some ridiculously common name. Um, But uh, so when, when, I forget who it was, but one of the guys like threatens him and he goes up to him and says, don't touch me unless you mean it, cowboy. (laughs) <laughs> walks away. Yeah. <laughs> I was dying. Oh my gosh, it was great. He's like the he's like the dean from community where he's just like this this predatory yeah. pansexual pixie. Mhm. Yeah, I I definitely see that. Yeah, it was good. Well, yeah, cuz later you're just like, "Wait a minute. He's not gay?" Like when he starts creeping up with that girl, right? And he's all mm-hmm. doing things and you're like, "But he was just saying cowboy in the effeminate way. Like doesn't that mean and then you're like, "Oh, I guess he just doesn't care. He's just He's trisexual. He's going to try anything sexual. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As long as it's non-consensual, he's into it. Yeah. No. That, so, so, yeah. That's 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 my next good, um, you know, right before you said that anyway. <laughs> as, long as, as long as somebody's not willing, he's able. Oh, kind of sounds like you. <laughs> so, Eric, what's your next good? <laughs> Oh God! Uh, my next good is I in, when they're in the room with the flesh-eating bacteria. I just love the fact that the leprechaun just so happens to have a decontamination suit his size. <laughs> <laughs> you think he'd just be there himself and be like, "Magic is protecting me," but no, he's got a fucking hazmat suit on, well, and it's and it's in his size. And yeah. that's what's great is you don't see him make it magically appear. So, did the Marines have a hazmat suit? in a dwarf size mm-hmm. just lying around and he just having to find it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like the spare parts for a hazmat suit to like patch up a regular size suit, <laughs> but he just puts all the spare parts together. <sighs> I think I actually yeah. had that on one of my other lists, but yeah, that was, that was quite the moment. <laughs> uh, or maybe he just magicked it. Who knows? He can make handcuffs uh, out of nothing. So, I loved it. I thought it just it just add to the absurdity of this movie. I mean, I'm already I'm already laughing myself stupid. So I'm just that just added to it. Oh yeah. Uh, my next Definitely. good is uh right after the black guy doing the minstrel show shit, which was fucking parseless, was <laughs> when the leprechaun starts taunting Danny and he's like, Oh Danny boy, the pipes, the pipes are flaming. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was really good. And it was actually kind of a creepy te- uh, scene, too, just hearing the echo of his voice singing to him. Yep, yeah, it was a good, suspenseful moment, and he's just like, listen, I don't got the beef with you. What if you want to survive? Maybe we can make a deal. Yeah, I'm open to a deal. And you're just like, oh, is this going to be like the typical don't trust the guy? Oh, look, you couldn't trust the guy. And mm. it turned out to be that. Yeah. It's like you don't try to don't try to betray the leprechaun. He's already two betrayals ahead of you. <laughs> yeah, okay, the, so the, 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 the space marines—they weren't hired for their brains, obviously. Okay, so what's your next good, Rich? Um, my next good is that they finally perfected Selinsky's shrink ray. 
Also, try saying that five times fast. Zelensky shrink ray, Zelensky shrink ray, Zelensky shrink ray. <laughs> Do you, you know who I'm talking about, right? Zelensky? Yeah, honey, I shrunk the kids. Oh, thank God. Somebody <laughs> got it. <laughs> it was just pure silence, and I'm like, nobody gets this? Like, seriously? No, I, wanted to, I wanted to see you see how long you could do the tongue twister, that's all. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, I was just, it was really, uh, I, I loved it. I, I rewatched one of those movies recently. Maybe mm-hmm. two, maybe three. I can't remember now. They all kind of melt together. But anyway, um, so I just, I saw that and immediately was like, holy shit, it's the future. And they've like made it so good that it's like, look how small it is. And it doesn't blow things up anymore. And it's fucking Zelensky's. This is canon. <laughs> <laughs> it's a ray, not a cannon. Oh my god. Nope. 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 Sorry. No, Mike. You've you've got better in there. Like, come on, man. <laughs> What's your next uh. good fuckhead? <laughs> well, I know it's my turn, but you said fuckhead, so does that mean Mike has to go? Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, it is your turn. I meant now Mike. Who's yes. the fuckhead? <laughs> I I did mean Mike, yes. <laughs> my bad. Well, my next good is I actually like Mitten's hands uh, disgust for Harold. I like how, um, like, one of the lines is perfectly, he says, you know what, Harold, I hate toadies like you. And then Harold says, oh, thank you. You know, he's just so disgusted and he knows he's stuck with Harold that yeah. he has to deal with him. And then there's a, there's one more, I don't remember what the situation was. I wrote it, I wrote what Mittenhand said, but um, something went wrong. And he asked uh, Mittenhand... They recorded a movie? (laughs) I'd say that was the first thing that went wrong. Because they they started recording. That's where... That's that's the sense of disgust that he was channeling. Yeah. And uh, Mittenhand responds by saying, No, it all went according to plan, you moron! (laughs) You know, just just, just his sarcasm... Oh, he was trying to turn himself into the world's first uh, computer living inside of an organic organism. See, that's why we keep you around. Thanks, Rich. <laughs> but yeah, oh, yeah. Just, just the, the disgust for him and the fact that he's he knows uh, Harold. He even calls him a little toady. So, yeah, yeah I love he's, that. it was he, hilarious. He starts off as the uh, as like he's supposed to be like the distant, foreboding presence that that guides that uh, orders the people to, you know capture the leprechaun rather than kill him or mm-hmm. he, he's kind of like like the, the typical company threat that uh you know makes everyone act stupid so that they can die but then he just descends into fucking laurel and hardy slash abbott and costello frankenstein shit and it's <laughs> well, we know, it, we, it, it works it works quite a bit we know he's not you know he's not the brightest guy in the world to begin with because before we see him when he's, you know, RoboDoc or whatever we want to call him, um, <laughs> when he's yelling at um, the, what's his name, Metalhead. Oh, he malfunctions. He, he malfunctions. Instead of, instead of saying say so, he says, I so say. Oh my God, <laughs> that was so great. So, and the thing is, I don't know because there's not a lot of information on this movie and I'm not going to fucking listen to the commentary. I don't know if the actor fucked up and then fixed it and they kept it in. I hope that's what it was. Mm-hmm. Or he so. was just like, this is what the character would say. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, 
uh, yeah, my good is that the princess shows her tits in all their glittery goodness. Yeah, they weren't bad. I And the thing is, I am the... I don't want to disappoint you, Mike, because I know we have at least one more Leprechaun movie. I think this is the only movie where... No, this isn't the only movie where we see tits. Never mind, forget I said that. It's Yay! Like, I, another I, good... I, I appreciated the fact that they weren't normal horror movie boobs. Yeah. I, I really liked it. They were like normal boobs. Like normally, they, at least in the horror movies I've seen, they're always like huge, ginormous, bouncy boobs, which I well, mean, like those are great, but I mean, like variety is the spice of life. You well, know? It was also nice seeing, you know, a pair of natural boobs instead of the fake yeah. ones where one nipple's pointing north and one's pointing south. Yeah, <laughs> yeah chameleon <exactly>. eyes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this was great to get like two nice little, <laughs> and I, I nice like, little loving handfuls. And I like the fact that that was basically you know the kiss of death from like the Godfather is just her showing her tits. Yeah, yeah. The guy was like, "Well, she could kill me anytime." <laughs> that was great. <laughs> oh, so Rich, what's your next one? Uh, my next uh, good was uh, when uh, the leprechaun says. First dates are always the hardest while he's going after her. And then she immediately uh, kicks him in the nuts and punches him in the face. And you hear cartoon sound effects. Yeah, that wasn't a good. <laughs> I love that. That was it, it made my day. I'll, I'll, I'll add to that. I love one of my goods is I love the like the, the hate, not love, hate, but hate, hate relationship between the leprechaun and the princess. Because you got that scene and you got the scene where she's knocked out on the bed and he's kind of doing in his impression of Harold. He kisses her to wake her up. And then she looks at him. She it's wakes scary. up and she screams. And she's, he, he just says, oh, she loves me. You know, <laughs> that type of shit. And they're always like, she's hitting him and he's smacking her. And they're always you just shit talking each bitch. other. What did you yeah. say? <laughs> We're going to be rich. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> so that was, the, you know, what? again, like Miguel Nunez, this, this uh, stuff got me laughing out loud. Like oh, le yeah. legitimately laughing out loud. Yeah, like for sure. Warwick Davis and what's the fuck is it? Rebecca Carlton. Never heard of her, and you can't click on her Wikipedia. Um, <laughs> That's always a good sign. Way, yeah, their chemistry, I think, was fucking hilarious. When half the cast doesn't have a w clickable Wikipedia, that is, that's just letting you know the quality of the movie you got. Yeah, but those two together were were fucking hilarious. I loved them. They did make a good pair. And I mean her, just alone. It was, it was, <laughs> they were, they literally were like an old married couple. And it was, it was fucking fun. <laughs> or like Rich and Mike, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> uh, so, who's good is it now? Uh, I guess it's Yours. mine since I kind of added to. Oh yeah, that's right. But we can just cross that off. I only have a few more. Uh, my next one was, uh, again, the princess and the leprechaun. I like when they were torturing Mittenhand because of how, again, their chemistry together. <laughs> the way Warwick was laughing and giggling when he was, like, making the, the DNA cocktail and then throwing in the, the the tarantula and, like, teasing Mittenhand with it in his hands and saying limericks. And then and Mittenhand's got the ball gag in his mouth. <laughs> okay, yeah. now I got to rework my list. I, I missed that. Clearly, and I will explain later. Okay, if you remember. I probably won't, but just to remind you. Know. 
But just this again, going back to like their chemistry, it was just it was just fun <laughs> watching mm-hmm. them having fun torturing this guy, and just this uh, actor is. <laughs> and then you got to feel sorry for this actor, what guys. Signer or Sinier, who Dr. Mittenhand, he's already playing like, you know, what do I call him, Robo Doc in a leprechaun movie, and now he is he has a ball gag in his mouth while he's being tortured by these two people. <laughs> the look on his face where he's like <laughs> What yeah, I was, love that about was, this is that, was that Mike when he was, you know, having to watch this movie, you know, yelling at me. <laughs> what I love about this though is that you really liked watching these two torture a man. Mm-hmm. Um which is kind of like what you're witnessing right now with uh, Mike podcasting with me. You're just watching me torture him. <laughs> like anytime you listen to a podcaster or watch a live stream with me and Mike, like that's basically what you're seeing is somebody get tortured. You're basically me doing a mitten hem at the camera. like <laughs> <laughs> Just wait until I turn our videos into GIFs or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Rich flashes his tits and then Mike ends up with a ball gag in his mouth. <laughs> How do you know about Tuesday nights? Mike has sadly sent me the pictures. <laughs> he would, while you're sleeping, I bet, too. Yep. Well, I always like to leave a little wake-up present. <laughs> All right, well, lay lay another present on us, Mike. What's your next good? Uh, the spoiled princess getting her extreme make-under. Oh. I wait, think I know wait, what that means. Yeah, which is more in principle than execution, because it's just like... She's such a vainful bitch that, you know, he, he disfigures her. And, and this is an asterisk. Like, this is like a double-sided comment because, like, she's still beautiful, but with poorly applied face blisters. Yeah. It, <laughs> but it, it freaks her out, which is which is the good. Yeah. It, 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 her reaction was good. The makeup, like. Yeah. That's, you know, we've already, <laughs> we've already praised the practical effects. Well, let's praise like 95% of it. Because like her makeup, it looked like they grabbed like like you know you get like a generic brand uh, sausage pizza, and you cook it, and then you just pull the sausage like off the pizza and like glue it to her face. It looked like that bad. Or you get like a <laughs> bag of like like witch nose blisters from the dollar store and like a little plastic bag for like five of them for a dollar. Yeah, they're at the dollar store, but they were they were discounted fifty cents. <laughs> <laughs> Good lord. Yikes. All right. Well, my next good. Um, wait, that can't be a good. What? Gay guy isn't gay, but is bi and creepy rapist? Question mark. How's that on my good list? What? Well, that, <laughs> I don't know. that says that, a lot that, about that's... you, Rich. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to skip that one and go to. Well, as soon as this episode gets aired, I know I'm going to be including like the hashtag cancel rich. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, make sure you don't edit that out, Mike. <laughs> so my neck my my next Time's actual up, good is is this head in a box is fucking hilarious. His accent and his mistakes, like the so say so. Like mm-hmm. just everything about that guy I absolutely loved. I was calling him uh the Dalek man. because uh, I have a couple notes on him here. And uh like Dalek Man made the entire movie, pretty much. I call I call him Space Mangala. <laughs> Is that like Mangala Khan? Like Joseph Mangala. Look up World War Two. Yeah. Hey, not everybody is as old as you are, Mike. Okay? You mean old enough to use a fucking computer and learn history? 
You like Ernest movies. They mentioned Joseph Minkle in an Ernest movie, Rich. And yeah. some of us are too high to remember that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was one, he was one of the ones in charge. I don't know if it was Auschwitz or not, but he was yes. in charge of a lot of the experimentations. Yeah, he did the experiments the, on yeah. twins. Funny enough, he also did experiments on dwarves. Wait, he did <laughs> his, the experiments, experiments on the twins. So he was the one with the red face that kind of looked like your face when you take off all the skin. Oh, no, was he wasn't name? the red skull, you oh, fucking idiot. Oh. <laughs> Well, I mean, you said he did experiments on the twins, so I just figured he he looked like that guy that looks like the skin Not on your the face twins, without your just skin. Just various twins, twins, triplets, quadruplets. He was fascinated <laughs> with uh, physical oddities like that, and along those ends, he even uh, abducted people a, a fascinated with of physical dwarfs. oddities. You mean like your last girlfriend? <laughs> I told you, I told you that thing about her dead boobs and confidence. <laughs> Make sure you don't edit that out either, Mike. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so Mike, what's your next good? Uh Sticks working on the computer actually getting a fucking screen prompt because there's other things about this screen that aren't so good. Another good about it is that he's doing it while being roped up in some weird lady gaga meat web. So good on him. <laughs> hey, that's Miguel Nunez, man, like I said. I know display someone displaying competence in a movie. So this rate, yeah, that's fucking great. The man can turn chicken shit into chicken salad. So <laughs> okay, Rich, what's your next good? Uh, mine. Wait, oh, wait, is it me? But I just passed it to you. So did we skip Eric? Eric, you your turn. And I just rolled with it, so it doesn't matter. I only have one left anyway. So oh, okay, perfect. Because I've got a couple. Uh, all right, well, um, the drag show sequence. I think it might have been my favorite part of the entire movie. Wait a minute, wait, wait, wait. Okay. Now, this is the first time I've ever recorded with Rich. You know, I'm used <laughs> that to... That he knows about. I'm used to him picking on Mike. So, you already kind of praised rape, and now you're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> this cross-dressing uh, dance sequence, this really is... <laughs> a like, violent... <laughs> Violent wow. cross-dressing. This is sequence. really saying something about you. <laughs> it was just, it was such a fun scene, though, because... We may have to was, evict you from the chat because of this. There's some, there's some sort of, like, really smart thing that smart people say about how to, how to say this properly. And then there's what, what you say. say. But what I'm going to say is not that. So, like, when they take the character who's like, raw, I'm going to rip your face off, ooh, raw, and then they turn him into a uh, a drag queen, it takes that character and turns it on its head a little bit. And then the best part, though, was he was arguing with himself. Yeah, yeah. See, I, most of what you just said is on the other list for me, but I yeah. will give credit to when he's arguing with himself. <laughs> When he said, stop being such a pussy, pussy. oh, I, I, I can't, you know, stuff like <laughs> yeah. that. I just don't want to hurt them. Man up. This, <laughs> this actor really went for it. And <laughs> oh, yeah. Honestly, well, did you see it looked like he talked, too? He pulled the full <laughs> Ace Ventura talk. Now you're looking at I would at go his Buffalo tuck, Bill, but. Now you're looking at his tuck dick. This is really, really explaining a lot about you. <laughs> How did you know what my D&D character's name was? Again, show me the pictures. <laughs> <sighs> Whose turn is it? Uh, yours. Okay, yeah, just, my next... skip, just skip me again. It's okay. I only have one left. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> my, I've this, got this, this, is, this, is, this is Rich's show, so go ahead. 
My next good is uh, Spider Mangala stripping Dr. Barbie. Yes. Yeah, you would put that. No, now, okay, now I gotta say this, Mike. Now, 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 this isn't my first time podcasting with you, but you're now kind of saying that you like stripping girls against their will. Like, I don't know, man. This is saying an awful lot about you. It's okay because he didn't actually use the word rape. Or <laughs> yeah, he knows what to say and when to not say it. <laughs> I wasn't tr- I wasn't making fun of people with that's gender because, dysmorphia. That's because Mike has already been me too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh. So my next good is um, immediately when when they when they um, when they blow up, and by that I mean when they make larger the leprechaun, he immediately <laughs> checks his dick <laughs> and goes, "Ooh." Big is good. <laughs> Freaking died, and then he swivels his hips too. I think <laughs> it was so good. Oh my god, I loved, it. I loved it. Although I have to say, the whole time during that scene, I was actually waiting for them, someone to realize if they could make him big, they could make him small, and then shrink him into a little tiny leprechaun, and then like squash him with their foot or something would be and that'd be like oh that was the end of the movie you know like i figured it was going to be real anticlimactic like shrink him down and step on him like flick him like you know those paper footballs you made in study hall (laughs) what's study hall what's what's study hall (laughs) or or in class like you know instead of learning like you know most of us rich we get it class yeah, I, I just thought that if they did shrink, I was worried if they did shrink him, that he would just like crawl into people's ears or like crawl under their fingernails and like lift the nails up and just oh. be like, just be like Ant-Man. But if he was like fucking homicidal. Oh, class. Study. Okay. I just, I just Wikipedia'd it. I know what you're talking about now. Okay. My next good is Stick's watching Barbie make out with fake Stallone, and he just slides in like, oh, I see, I don't get none. Yep, Captain Friend Zone. <laughs> but then she gives him a big hug, and then it's just like, yeah, who, who knows? Maybe they're, maybe they're going to celebrate on the way home. And you see, know, you're, and not, see, you're not ruling anything out. And see, that's what it is about horror movies. The black man might live, but he doesn't get laid, so he still gets fucked over. <laughs> he just doesn't get fucked. Yep. Uh. So, Rich, what's your next good? Uh, well, my last good is um, the o- uh, homage to the fly, which uh, I'll, I'll admit I've oh, never boy. seen. But when he was like, right before they killed uh, Spider Mangular or whatever the fuck you called him, uh, he was like, <laughs> Wow, you me. actually didn't fuck up the name. Good for Help you. Help me. And then they, she was like, I'm so sorry. She's got to shoot you. Oh, and then you fucked it up. Okay. Now now we're back on the (laughs) You look like a Spider-Man. But yeah, that that was great when he, help me. And I was like, I know that reference. I don't even watch horror movies and I know that reference. (laughs) I love it when when, uh, movies stoop to my level of stupidity. It's great. You only got that reference because it was in Little Monsters. (laughs) Which Little Monsters? Wait, which Little Monsters? The, the Howie Mandel one. Oh, see, I haven't seen that in like 20 years. I don't know. Yeah, it's been a it, I It's been so long. Like, I, last time I saw it was in like element, was in grade school. 
Yeah, I would have I would have said I, I, I got that reference because of The Simpsons, because my entire generation gets all of the uh, <laughs> references because of The Simpsons, that because the true. writers of The Simpsons are old as fuck and teaching younger generations these references without them really knowing it. <laughs> exactly. How, how many people know the real name of the yes waiter? Oh, I love that guy. <laughs> love that guy. Uh, Eric, I what's had a your stroke. last good? Oh, I get to play? <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, well, we won't really kind of mention them a couple times, so I guess, you know, it doesn't fucking matter now. My, my last good was anything to do with Mitten Spider. Whether he's <laughs> imitating the fly, whether he's ripping pants off. No, I didn't say rape, Rich. Um, um, and just the look of him. I liked how, even though it was, this movie is so fucking cheap, again, with the practical effects... His the makeup effects on the actor who played, I guess we'll call him Mitten Spider or whatever name Rich gave and not fucked up and I've already forgotten. Um, yeah, he really good. mangled that one up. Wasn't it like Spider Schnugan or something? <laughs> and then what I also liked is I guess I did watch because I have it on, on I have it this all these movies on Blu-ray because I found them for like cheap in the the Walmart like five dollar bargain bin. And I guess it wasn't supposed to be in there, but I told them that's where I found it. So, you know, (laughs) work at Walmart, they don't really give a shit. So they're like, okay, fine, sure. And they gave it to me for five bucks. I guess I I watched the the making of this. There actually is a making of that whole body of Mitten Spider behind him was like real. They really made that. It was like 10 feet long. And it sucks that you only get to see it in like one shot. (laughs) But (laughs) I just really liked the look of, of... of Mitten Spider and that poor fucking actor just trying to do his best covered in all that shit. <laughs> uh, my my final good is the Leprechaun sign-off. As they see the parts floating in space, yeah, the Leprechaun true. gets one final flip-off. Yeah, I should have put that in, but by the end of the movie, I, I'd pretty much checked out. <laughs> oh, same here. <laughs> and when we get to the bads, you'll find out why. <laughs> Ah, uh, so we'll get to the bads, and who wants to go first? Well, you know, Rich is pretty much taking over the show. Why don't you go, Rich? Aw, you love me. You really, really love me. My first bad is... Um, Did you like that awkward silence after he said that? <laughs> I was just picturing, like, tumbleweeds blowing in the distance. Oh, I, that's, oh, that's my entire life. Like, you should see a conversation between me and my wife. <laughs> uh, the uh the spaceship graphics uh i felt like i was playing a 1990s video game which now that i know that this movie came out in the 1990s makes a lot more sense <laughs> <laughs> you're just like man this is like playing free space i literally was thinking in my head i'm like man this looks a lot like x-wing tie fighter or whatever it was called <laughs> like this looks this is like man babylon 5 looked better than this shit <laughs> And I was like, that came out like at least a decade before this. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that that was pretty shit. It was definitely like sci-fi channel. Like it's even like current sci-fi channel, like uh CGI. It's horrible then, horrible now. I mean yep. and you know what? It's it must it must be like there must be like a go to company for this because what Mike, when we did Jason X, that was like what two thousand one. They basically had the same fucking graphics for that movie than they have in this. It's the movie. same. It's the same company that makes like 
those computer games that you get in cereal boxes back in the late back in the late nineties? Because I oh saw those gosh. I saw those footage and I'm just like I'm pretty sure this is the the Crunch Olympics with with, <laughs> with, with the uh, with the little kush balls that the captain has to train. Oh God, yeah, I had that. So even though, uh, like I said again, this is the fourth fucking leprechaun movie it's a leprechaun movie in space you know i tried to give it the benefit of the doubt though that cgi fucking sucked yeah oh yeah uh so eric what's your next bet what's your first bet uh it's any bad (laughs) anything and everything to do about harold who's basically the live action waylon smithers to me (laughs) he's he's like the dean from community yeah, I got that, but for some reason I could I felt more like Smithers because you can tell he's he definitely wanna fucks Mittenhand and mm-hmm. Mittenhand's too oblivious to it. Yep. I don't yeah. like I don't like anything to do with Harold, the you know, the rapey stuff, you know, not even stuff. like Look, the foot kissing? No, none <laughs> no, no. I wasn't drunk enough to enjoy that part of the movie. No, I definitely um, yeah. was. He was definitely on my bads too. Like I, he's, he's like that forceful pansexual predatory. Yes, Mike, you type. literally said those words already. Because <laughs> they apply. Like just because he had one or two of like funny lines doesn't make me like the character. I mean, you could just like you felt gross just watching him. Oh, I totally agree. But that's why I liked. I thought that the, the character <laughs> was pulled off so well. Is why I liked it. I was just like, "Oh, this guy's great! Like he's he's so bad. It's it's hilarious. He's so good at being hateful. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, I guess. I mean, he definitely wasn't as good as um, uh, Ham Mittens, but you know, I was really upset that they called him Mitten Hand, but we never get we never see a mitten on his hand. I thought that would be great. Like he has a hand, so I thought it'd be really hilarious if we never see the hand, like it's covered up with a mitten. Because it's like really fucked up underneath, but he doesn't want to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, they they never and they would never take the mitten off either. They just keep mentioning it because obviously he wouldn't be in the budget to do it. He does mm-hmm. have a fucked up hand because you do get to see like staples around his wrist, mm-hmm. and it's a different skin tone, which is funny. <laughs> I never noticed that. No, no, like his arm is like salmon colored, but the hand is like oh yeah, white, no, definitely white, mm-hmm. white. white. Well, because it's supposed to be a different hand that they've stitched onto him, I think, right? Like, he's some sort yeah. of, like, Frankenstein type thing. A lot of his skin was different colors. They could have just attached, like, a little staple on his wrist and draw a line and make it, like, his hand uniform. But no, they really went out of the way to make it look like he has a, like, he attached a different hand onto his wrist. Oh, yeah. That whole setup for him cost at least 50 grand. Mm-hmm. It was funny. But anyway, we're on the we're we've done enough praise. It's time for the shit list. And my first bad is uh, the leprechaun looks like he's made of dog food. Like he looks like wet food fashioned his skin. Like we've seen the makeup on the the first leprechaun and like the last leprechaun, and they were good. This is like the like the budget noticeably noticeably went bad. Like his skin looks like fucking food fashioned into skin and he's got and he's got chew toys for ears so you're talking to, uh, why are you talking about your last girlfriend again mike <laughs> you already disparaged her good goddamn name and now you're doing it again sir i will not stand for this you're sick for this <laughs> and, and the blackened teeth are i mean anybody whose teeth that that are that black would be in constant pain 
Like, like they kind of went out of their way to make him just visually gross. Like, he was scary or creepy, but now he's just... Ugh, like, he's fallen on hard times. Well, they needed someone gross to compete with Harold. <laughs> okay, so who's next? I'm not I'm not saying who's next because I, I'm just sitting in the corner until it's, someone tells me it's my turn. So my next bad is, uh, <laughs> and we already kind of touched on this, is that uh, half a billion dollars in the future isn't that much because inflation, um, They I forget what they were talking about, but they were like, oh, we spent like half a billion dollars chasing this guy or something like that. And I was like, but like half a billion dollars. So like if you go back and you look at, so you know, three like, weeks. Like, it just, it's it's so ridiculous. I don't know. Like, the math did, just didn't work out in my head where I was like, well, half a billion dollars should be, like, nothing or something, right? Like, it doesn't <laughs> seem like it would be that much because, to uh, like, for their half a billion dollars would be our, like, what, like, one million dollars or something. So, like, they're probably getting paid, like, you know, like, uh, I don't know, like, an eighth of a billion dollars an hour or something because their economics have to be so bad. Right? Because inflation. Plus and they this, have terrible armor. Yeah. And well, welcome to the gr- Graveyard Mathematics Shift show. <laughs> <laughs> Eric? Oh, God. Okay. I guess um, my next good is... Uh, Bad? Whatever. See, my brain's already fried uh, between <laughs> this. Um, my next bad is... Uh, when uh, Debbie Dunning is getting ready to, to blow uh, or attempt to blow the the meathead uh, Marine, uh, when she reaches down his pants to grab his dick, he says, be careful, you'll hurt Mr. Snake. Oh, that was terrible. <laughs> like, she does her best to try to be sexy and she sadly fails, which is surprising because of how hot Debbie Dunning is. Mm-hmm. But then what makes, the, what makes the scene even less, and this is enormous air quotes sexy is the fact that this ugly fucker calls his dick mr snake and he doesn't want her to hurt him (laughs) yeah well the reason she's bad at being sexy is because you know when you look like that you don't have to try no you gotta put a little bit of effort into it i mean you can look good but then again if you don't know how to work it you know what's the point well when you look like that again just showing up and lying down is the effort (laughs) That sounds like something Rich would say with his rape jokes. <laughs> They're not jokes. It's reality, man. It's not cool. Don't joke about that. <laughs> uh, my next bad is uh, Space Marines. Because even though we have super light travel, we still use 1980s ballistic weapons instead of lasers, sonic weapons, or even have anything like futuristic watches. Like, I saw sticks, okay? He had a fucking Casio on his... On his wrist, and that shit don't fly. I mean, fucking LCDs, come on. They they still have wristwatches. Like, there no laser guns or anything. It's just, like, machine guns and Uzis. Like, really? Weapons haven't improved at all. It's Especially when you're on a fucking ship that has to maintain pressure in a vacuum. No, we're going to use fucking sh- flying shards of metal. Ugh. <laughs> uh. Okay, next, Rich. Uh, my next bad is, well, I mean, 
yes, graphics again, I mentioned uh, on here on my list. I was like, really? Again? Oh my gosh, I can't do this. But uh, my next uh, <laughs> bad that I haven't technically already mentioned would have to be uh, that the hand that they picked up when they blew up the leprechaun didn't even look like his hand at all. Like they didn't even try to make it look like his hand. It was green and it didn't even have any hair on it. Like it, it made no sense. It was really dumb and it pissed me off. Yeah, Mike already warned me about the whole technical stuff and it's going to make your brain melt. So I was looking forward to that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Eric, what's your next bad? Uh, we'll go back to, to Debbie Dunning. The fact that, you know, again, we'll, we'll talk about, you know, the bad CGI for the background, but the fact that she actually, she literally dies well, with the leprechaun playing this little piggy went to market with her fingers as she's hanging off a fucking balcony. Mm-hmm. Now, I like the fact that, you know, he beats her hands with a shillelagh because that, you know, that looked good and it had decent like blood effects on her hands for, uh, you know, they say a million dollar budget. I'm going to say 50 cents. But just the fact that, you know, they pulled a fucking Looney Tunes gag. You know, it's like, you know, Tweety Bird pulling like the fucking fingers off of Sylvester as he's going to fall. <laughs> and... Now, I'm not saying Debbie Dunning is a heavy girl, you know, but she's probably, like, what, 110 pounds? She can hold her whole fucking body up with her pinky finger on the goddamn balcony. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's like, also wearing armor. Like, I can suspend disbelief. This is a fucking leprechaun movie. Yeah, a leprechaun movie with a scorpion Spider-Man and a fucking <laughs> cross-dressing Marine and, you know, Rich notices his dick tucks and all that stuff. I can let all that slide. But the fact that Debbie Dunning is holding up her entire body and now Mike just reminded me that she had armor with just her fucking pinky finger. You no. can suspend disbelief and she can suspend 150 pounds on a small metatarsal. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, my next bad is, is the first planet they visit a movie set or a fucking laser tag at the mall? Yes. Because mm-hmm. goddamn, this planet is cheap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, agreed. Uh, okay, rich next bad. Uh, my next bad is uh, so when they get back after um, all this shit goes down, and you know their buddy dies, and they rush back to the ship with the princess, and uh, the doctor's like, "Okay, I need a full workup to do this and do that and whatever," and fucking. Um, uh, Hardy McGrape. Great Dr. Evil impression, by the way. Yeah, sure, sure, yep, definitely. Throw me a freaking bone zip, here. Zip, I'm trying hey, to do zip, surgery zip, and stiff zip, some feet. Zip, zip, Trying to fucking talk. So anyway, Hardy McFucking Raperton's over in the corner <laughs> fucking being like, hey, I'm fucking busy playing with a bunch of fucking spiders. But like, why would you be doing that after all of this shit that just happened? Like, you'd think they bring this, like, he's, like, he's Mr. Fucking Rapey. And he's like not automatically going like he should have been already over there investigating this woman that he clearly so wants to be creepy with. You know, so why is he fucking experimenting with scorpions and spiders when they were on a mission to do military rescue? Like, is this a military ship or is this a fucking science research vessel? What the fuck? Pick a lane. Exactly. Exactly. Well, maybe we're going to go visit planet, shoot some shit and maybe do a little science. Well, Harold's playing with the spiders and the scorpions. Maybe he's going to do some sick shit with that body later. You know, I've read American Psycho. You know, hamsters aren't supposed to go there. (laughs) What if Mr. Lemmy Winks had a stinger? Yeah, see? 
you know, then you'd have extra good orgasms. No, thank you. That uh uh-uh. uh 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 no. The nope, greatest nope. adventure is what lies inside. So, Eric, what's your next bad? Uh, my next bad, and even though Mike and I praise the fact that the blonde chick is running around with no pants on, her my bad is her fucking devil eyebrows really distract distract me. I can't. I never really have a good time looking at her face. Yep, I'd agree with that. Like she, she's like you know. Well, either devil eyebrows or like what Mr. Spock would look like in a blonde wig, and we already have a crossdresser in this movie. <laughs> Thankfully. I mean, oh. wait, what? Who said that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, my next bad is the villain gets blown up at the start of the movie like Jason goes to hell, except I'm the one in hell. I loved it. I love it. I, I, I love the fact that he dies on it. It's the, the fact that the leprechaun is saving this princess, and he's saving her just so he can fucking, you know, help kill her father and rule the kingdom of whatever fuck town or planet that they're going to be on. But the fact that he he dives on a grenade and blows up, I think is hilarious. Yep. Because it sets the... <laughs> if the tone wasn't already fucking set for this type of a movie, I think it sets even more when he fucking sacrifices himself for this stupid bitch. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so, Rich, what's uh, your next one? My next bad is, uh, why the fuck would you want to fuck near the waste disposal? Because of the smell? The same reason people fuck behind dumpsters. I spelt it W-A-I-S-T. Uh, is also kind of weird, but um, <laughs> I guess he's going to dispose of that waste, baby. Ha <laughs> ha! He's going to wreck that waste. Um, I don't know. I thought it was really dumb. Like, I know you're trying to get away, but like... It's it's it looks obviously it's a very big spaceship if it's got this basically warehouse sized waste disposal area another yeah, warehouse sized fucking thing with like uh like the, the the area that can eat you with the air is gonna eat you whatever mm. the fuck that area was called and then yeah, they've got a full fucking we need the, to take the toilets and then put them in a room where they apparently will just not be in enclosed vats. But they will ju- we will just let the shit and the urine and all the waste just be exposed in, I guess, open vats. Yeah. Like where the air can eat them. So rather than treatments inside the tanks. Made no sense. No sense. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, that was my bad. Next. <laughs> Eric. Well, let's see here. It seems like you guys are staying really close to the beginning of the movie. I've already pretty much jumped towards the end. That's <laughs> what I feel about this film. Um, there's I definitely more. You're gonna bad. you're gonna wait a while then. Yeah, that's okay. Um, again, we'll go back to creepy Waylon Smithers. I hate the fucking way he dies. Fuck. Why you gotta keep oh, picking on him, man? There. That's in there, man. Oh fuck. Let's talk he, about it. He has a metal plate, I guess, and like plate by like cylinder plate. It looked like a fucking like pizza. It was, a, it was like a food tray, wasn't it? Yeah. Wait, it's, what? It's, it's thrown at him by the leprechaun, and we ha- we see it like rotating in the air, and then it hits him dead in the face, and as it falls off, his face is literally like, it looks like it's now made of like silly putty, and it's been smushed up against the wall. He looks like Mr. Mackey. Like live action <laughs> Mr. Mackey. He does. And it's more cartoon sound effects like... I actually thought that it was an ode to Drop Dead Fred from 1991, uh, where in the movie uh, he gets his head flattened and it looks very similar, I believe. I believe well, it's, except, I think it's Drop Dead Fred. 
Yeah, except he yeah. looks exactly like Mr. Mackey. Well, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't say exactly. Maybe he, if you're high and drunk. Mackey, I guess because his face is more circular. And who knows? You know what? Trey and Matt, you know, they've, they've said, you know, uh, Team America, that was inspired by them being high and drunk and watching uh, that old 70s show, the Thunderbirds, which marionettes. And then that's how they were inspired. You know, maybe they were drunk, drunk and high and watching Leprechaun 4. And they're like, you know what? That could be a funny cartoon character. Hmm. You never know. And now the fuckers are billionaires and I hate them. <laughs> so does most of everybody else. My next bad is the med bay looks like a porn version of Star Trek Deep Space 69. Oh, also, the princess on the medical slab is wrapped up in, like, Britney Spears' bodysuit from Toxic. <laughs> My next bad is... Keep them coming. <laughs> I'm trying, I'm trying. Uh, my next bad is uh, still no boobs yet? <laughs> I was very disappointed. Um, I was like, I'm like, what? I'm like 20 minutes into this movie. What the fuck? There's no boobs. I was really yeah. disappointed. I thought that they, it was like a prerequisite that like all like slasher type movies, which I thought this kind of was, um, had lots of boobs in them. And this one has none, basically. Almost none. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we don't get boobs until like, what, the last maybe... 30 minutes left. You know Debbie Dunning's not going to do it because I think she was still on Home Improvement when this was being made. Yeah, yeah. There, I, I actually put in uh, the time code for the boobs, actually. It was an, an hour and six minutes into the movie. <laughs> yeah, and this movie's like an hour and 30-something. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And the thing is, you know, and you know, at least it was her boobs because, again, we're not going to get any from Debbie Dunning. And I've already told you about Mrs. Spock. I, you know, I'd be too distracted by her fucking eyebrows and even look at her tits, and it would just ruin it for me. Well, and they probably would have, what are the would have been looking north, and one of them would have been looking west, right? So, mm-hmm. yeah, just like sure. her eyebrows. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So next, <laughs> okay, my guess, next bet. Okay, oh. yeah, go ahead. Nope, nope, nope. Go ahead. I only got two left. Go ahead. Oh, oh you've only got two left? left. I've got like ten. Well, Dude, uh, I've got like another page. Well, well, like I said, it's the fourth fucking Leprechaun movie. I knew what I was getting into. <laughs> it's like going to, it's like seeing, watching Howard the fucking Duck. What do you expect? You have to have a mind frame when you're going in to watch these. It's like movies. podcasting with Mike. You, you just have gotta... to have a mind frame, you know, <laughs> going into this stuff. My next bad is four guys at a table that fucking small, and they're using coasters. So you think, oh, maybe they're mature soldiers, but no, they're making VD and tiny dick jokes, and they're drinking out of plastic glasses. This is like the fucking party room for three-year-olds at the movie theater. Uh, it actually kind of reminded me a lot of, of um, the market in Ottawa, the clubs down there, when I was in my 20s. I was like, I totally remember drinking at tables that tiny out of shitty plastic cups and being a complete asshole. <laughs> Well, and also Mittenhand was the one paying for them for everything because you know you had that whole scene with um, Metalhead and him arguing over their pay. He, you know, Mittenhand's a cheap bastard. Look at him, so he's not going to pay for any of that extra shit. Yeah, he's not going to pay for an extra foot of table. Are you kidding exactly. me? You sit down there with your cups from Pizza Hut, you drink your drink, and shut the fuck up. Yeah, so. <laughs> I love the fact the table was that small. They could have doubled the space if two of them just sat on the opposite side, but no, all four of them are on one side. It's like they're at a fucking 
it's like they're at a sliver of a counter instead of a table. Well, if they were on the other side, if they were on each side of the table, A, they'd be real close to each other because that table's pretty skinny. And B, then the directors and producers would have to think of a way to shoot it properly to be able to get everybody in the shot. And that's way too complicated for this. They'd have to angle the camera to the side rather than a three-quarter angle. Cinematographer was off that day. See, now you guys understand. It shouldn't be on one of your beds. (laughs) Oh, God. So so we're skipping Eric now and it's my turn? No, I'd, I'd rather get him done and over and done with, so then we can just barrel through you and me. So, <laughs> wow. Eric, what's your next bet? That says a lot about you now, Mike. <laughs> barrel through <laughs> you and Rich? Okay. Um, my next bet, we've already mentioned it, was Sergeant Crossdresser. Um, yep. I hate you. I, well, no, no. Now, Rich, I pray. First you're picking on Harry McRaperson, and now you're picking on fucking the cross-dressing Sarge. Come on. Now, now, wait. Yeah, leave Tootsie alone. <laughs> I praised when he was arguing with himself because that shit was funny. But when he was coming out and he was, he was, he was, oh, God, he was doing karaoke to whatever fucking song it was, swinging his purse around in high How heels. How is that not funny? because <laughs> there's there's funny there's haha laugh at it because it's stupid funny and then there's just fucking stupid well where do you think this ended up there's laughing with cross-dressing and then there's laughing at cross-dressing it's kind of like it's like the movies where there's just like and the joke is the guy is gay and i'm like does the gay guy do anything funny you mean like no the joke is that he's gay you mean like that that quibby show we watched <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I didn't like that. That was that was just dumb for the sake of being dumb and weird. And then the the poor guy, like I love this character because you know before he you know puts on the wig and everything, you know the the reason why Rich likes him. <laughs> the last shot we see of him, you know, other than when his his head exploded, or like the half of his head exploded, is it, it he falls down and he's like spread eagle, and the director is focusing right on his balls. <laughs> Yet you Just looked to remind away. you that he does have them. <laughs> but they looked pretty tucked to me. <laughs> also, it's revealed that he doesn't, that he's not just a guy with a plate in his head. He is like a full he's, on android. Yeah, he's an so, actual android. Because why so the fuck not? Did he even need balls? I don't know. All, all I know is those shoes say you take it in the butt. <laughs> <laughs> Those are my. Those are the fuck me from behind pumps. Oh, okay, so, so my turn. <laughs> sure, I guess. I don't even know anymore. No, um, no, it was the decontamination you takes less than one second after they've closed the door. I thought that was really fucking stupid, and it bothered me when they were well, trying to he, save. What was his name? Grifter. He he was something. He was decomposing for several seconds. So he only finished decomposing no, no, not, about a second afterwards. No, not decomposing, decontamination. Because they went in, like, so he's yelling at her to open the door, and then they get inside, and he's like, shut the door, start the decontamination, because they have to de- decontaminate before they can get open the airlock, right? Because they have to get all the stuff off of them, just like she right. mentioned before they went in. But then all she does is close one door and open the other immediately. Yeah, they forget that he's inundated with bacteria. They just open, they just close the door and they're just like, all right, time to take off the suits. Exactly. Hey, remember that fucking bacteria that you're caked in? Yeah. Remember? That you were supposed to clean off? 
that you that, that wasn't contained in vats for exact for exact purposes like this that so you could walk <sighs> around the fucking room. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so that 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 ticked me off. That's for sure. All right, my next bad is uh, well, Ozzy from uh, Returns could could have had it a lot worse. At least he kept his cock at the end. <laughs> Un- unlike this terrible aliens porn ripoff scene. Yeah, Mr. Snake really wasn't happy, was he? No. no. Actually, I, he called it I, something else before that, too, and I can't remember what it was now, and it's bothering me. Because you yeah. were tuning out like we all were. It's a defense mechanism. I yeah. wasn't tuning I, out. I was getting ready to maybe see some boobs. Yeah, I actually had that. I had that on because I didn't like it or hate it. So I did have it on my what the fuck list. That was the only one I had. But I just put what the fuck death by boner. <laughs> <laughs> but it, I did because, you know. Yeah, I think I might have that. His reactions is horrible because, you know. He, he's a shitty actor. Well, surprise, surprise. And then, what? Do they have the William Tell Overture play as his fucking dick is getting bigger and bigger? <laughs> and then the leprechaun just pops out. And the funny thing is, I always remembered this: is if you watch it on the VHS, because you know how you know you got widescreen and full screen. If you're watching it in widescreen, you literally can see a white um, pulley pulling Warwick Davis off the ground and having him fly through the air. <laughs> Oh my god! It's amazing. So yeah, death by boner. And then, okay. then what? Was, then what was it? You know, Metalhead says he was a marine. That's how I would want to go. Yeah, 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 yeah. I want to have my cock violently rip open. Like I want to have my cock bloom like a flower while a demon comes out of it, murdering me. Yeah, I, I once had. I, I had a kidney stone that was so bad I had to have a stent put in, and it was bad enough having a string hang out of me. I don't want some fucking dwar- I don't want Warwick Davis coming out of my dick hole. It's bad enough, you know. <laughs> I don't want Warwick Davis coming out of my closet, let alone my dick hole. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I guess Eric. You can okay. have your my, my last final one. We've already shit on the, the the CGI, and we need to. But the last like really bad case of CGI is when the leprechaun is stretching in space and then explodes. Oh, that's so fucking bad! I call it the black hole sun demo reel. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was it was just unforgivable. Like even after all the garbage, like fun or not, that we've seen. That was just like, that was like the turd on the top of this shit, shitty cake. You know what I mean? That, that was my, that was in my what the fucks. Cause it's like, how the fuck is this justified? He gets shot into space. Just have him suffocate or maybe float into a sun. Boom. He gets evaporated. You're done. Hmm. But no, all this like, he's getting spaghettified. Then he's shrinking. Then he's expanding like a fucking balloon. It's like, I'm just waiting for Soundgarden to be like, won't you come? Won't you come? Well, and I mean, and everybody knows that once you're sucked into space, you should immediately explode. <laughs> but just your head. Just your head. Well, and your, well, and your lungs. Maybe it was the director's way of saying, well, now they can't accuse us for 100% ripping off Alien. Hmm. And then he explodes into polygons. It's not even like a boom, like a fireball, which would, which again would have been fucking stupid. But he explodes into like Doritos all over the place. <laughs> it doesn't make any fucking sense. Oh. Okay, so my next bad is 
the Marines getting white girl wasted. Hmm. Because when they're when they're not sitting at their tiny table, they're like got their shirts peeled out over their head like like hockey like hockey fighting, and they're just like flailing on the dance floor. Mm-hmm. And it's like this isn't. I mean, that's just really. It's like someone just said, "Hey, act goofy." Oh, then they're like they supposed to. You know, that's well. Then again, that's that's their director's fault. Yeah. You know, you don't know how long they've been on that spaceship, you know? They 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 get really really bored and really really drunk. Sometimes you just got to kick back and peel your shirt over your head and flail around like a like, Oh my god, I, I don't even have a point of reference for a comparison. <laughs> they were just fucking flailing around on the floor. It's like this is what you do when you're when there's no women around. That's why mm-hmm. there's no women around. Well, you only had Debbie Dunning and she was busy playing with Mr. Snake. The only other woman that they had around was was Mrs. Spock, and you know, she wasn't mis- there yet. Exactly. Yeah, at that point, you just drink, listen to the music, and pass out. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Let's hurry up and drink before Metalhead puts on a skirt. You know. <laughs> if I have to hear him sing "It's Raining Men" one more time, I'm gonna fucking jump out an airlock. You know, once he hits that rum, <laughs> it's gonna be all skirt all night. <laughs> It's like you just know as soon as he gets as soon as he gets the vodka in him, then it's like I wanna be loved by you, you and nobody else but you. No, God, no. Yeah. No, I believe you can do the can can. I don't want to see it. I do. <laughs> okay, so what's your next uh, bad, Rich? Uh, my next bad was Dolores should be like just the way that she uh died and and was there like so she again doesn't weigh much probably and barring um the the armor that you have so graciously reminded us about when she was first there hanging on with all of her fingers and everything she should have just tried to pull herself up just a tiny bit and pull him down it's not that fucking hard. Even yeah, if you just let your one heart arm up just to like swipe his legs to like sweep him down or something, you know, it just, it was real dumb. That's it. Yeah. She deserved to die because she deserved to die from being fucking stupid. And for not um, letting her boobs out. They, they should have been <laughs> let out. You know, yeah. I, she I, took I, off that armor and her shirt. She would have weighed less and she wouldn't have fallen so hard. Yeah. I can I can add the, to this too since I'll basically just be taking a backseat for the rest of the podcast. Um, <laughs> the fact that you saw how high she was due to the the shitty CGI, and when she falls, like her body is still intact, and all she left was like a little bit of blood splatter on like yeah. one of the pieces. She even of woke up a second. Mm-hmm. For yeah, a second. And, and then again, we we show that you know Debbie Dunning shows that she's only hired for her looks and not her acting. Her last words, she does that kill him and then she dies yeah okay so so what i'm gonna do i'm I'm gonna uh mash a couple others together here because they relate to that so much so when she comes back to like i actually had the the three bads here that i have written in a row where dolores should pull herself up and pull him down over the edge this is dumb Mm -hmm. so far not impressed with any of these deaths because i mean like 
I kind of figured that it would be like a fun death movie where you're getting to see fun, silly deaths, like, a, you know, mm-hmm. a, like a horror movie, like a slasher film, like, you know, like a good movie. Um, <laughs> and it was not that. And then right after that, though, as I'm literally writing that, um, she came back to life on the screen. So I had to quickly write down Dolores coming back after someone had already said she was gone just to say, kill him. And then I literally put um, uh, the face palm emoji. Next to it. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! If we're gonna be talking about all the bad she did in, in one, in just one thing, when she's talking to the sergeant, she goes, "Do you think it's my fault Kowalski died? I did give him the boner." <sighs> yeah, and then the thing is, though, she's she's, and then earlier, you know, they're doing it all for the money, and she says, oh, "I'm not doing it for the money. I'm doing it for Kowalski." But then, it's like, great, we won't pay you. Right, but then after Metalhead says he wants he would die that that's the way he would want to go, she kinda as he walks away, she kinda, you know, lifts her eyebrows and goes to follow him, like, you know, she's gonna give him the Oh next no, that's why that he bar. walked away. Cause she 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 confirmed with him, she was like, Really? And he was like, Wait, what? And he was clearly like, No, bitch, I like being in dresses, not taking women out of them. <laughs> <laughs> but she still she still wanted to see how if he was metal everywhere. Yeah, you know, she I think a shit about Kowalski afterwards. I'm literally looking to see if I wrote that down somewhere because I'm like, I really, I, I really liked that uh, that quick scene. I thought it was hilarious. She wants to know if he has a plate in his balls. Yeah, exactly. So next, bad Mike. Oh no, we're still talking about her on this because the uh, the forced girl bonding as Marine Bimbo dies and Doctor Barbie suddenly feels emboldened to avenge the sister that she hasn't said two fucking words to for the entirety of her presence on the ship. Yeah, this is a real sisterhood moment. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now we can finally move on to another bad. Uh, uh, the cartoon sound effects. Like, from the thunk kicking the balls to the professor's meltdowns, it just got silly. Like, not funny, but silly. Yeah, I liked, I liked the cartoon kicking the balls. I thought that was funny. Yep. If it was sparse, yeah, but it's it all adds up. Like, when Dr. Harold gets the pan in the face in here, like, bang! Yeah, the, well, I already hated that. It's too, called so. consistence. Consistency. <laughs> like, come on, man. Jeez. Uh, my next bad was, uh, and th- this is, uh, I'm just going to skip right through it real quick, but we talked about this briefly, is I obviously missed something, because when they stabbed him with the uh, the blue juice, uh, the, the blue Kool-Aid, my favorite flavor, uh, when they stabbed him with that in the head and he turned into a spider, I was like, this makes no fucking sense. He should be growing back to normal. Like, they just gave him the cure. Uh, but I didn't see that they were fucking around with a spider, I guess. So, uh, yeah. So I'm just going to skip that one. And go right to uh, love the Sarge tool talking to himself, <laughs> which again we've already discussed. My 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 list is just becoming so short now. Yeah, this is the bads. How can you love it? Oh yeah, okay. So yeah, I'll skip see, right through that one. As then. bad as you thought. See, yeah, I'll skip right through that one too. I guess and go to why wouldn't you whisper into the comm system instead of yelling while trying to get away from a thirty foot tall leprechaun. I've, that really actually did piss me off. I don't think anybody's mentioned it yet, but like the, there was literally no reason to yell at all. He could have like he was right in front of it. He could just have been like, can you open the door? If I scream at you, he's probably going to know where I am. I mean, his ears are even bigger now. <laughs> have you seen the size of the leprechaun dick? Open the door. <laughs> <laughs> 
bigger isn't better. <laughs> uh, Mike? My next... <laughs> yes. So my next bad is uh, when Space Mangala finally shows up and he's like Arnold's drag queen space head from Total Recall in a Dalek-style, Captain Pike-style floor buffer. And also, like, he... He shouldn't be pounding his hand on the table if it's being held on by staples. You mentioned Total Recall. He did kind of remind me of that of the Johnny Cab. No, uh, no, I was thinking more like two weeks. Two weeks when the wig finally comes off. No, no, no. See, that would be uh, Sergeant Metalhead with the wig. Mm, no, because he's bald with the wig off. Because he's the only character who wears a wig. <sighs> that icon just keeps coming in more useful every time, eh? It does. It really does. <laughs> All right. So my next bad, actually my last bad is... Oh, uh, Mike's still got 50, so... Yeah, oh, I'm wait. sure. So it looks like me and you can just, uh, you, know, you, you know, end the call and we'll just come back in 20 minutes. Um, <laughs> so my last, my last bad is is uh, recording this podcast. No, just joking. Uh, my last bad was... Hey, you said you were all for doing a Leprechaun movie, so shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. you know, I just picked Leprechaun 4 because I figured that would be one of the worst ones. Uh, you guys. Shouldn't, shouldn't have everything been sucked completely out uh, of the space docking bay instantly as soon as the door was opened instead of everything slowly starting to pick up speed one by one as the door slowly opened. I thought Yeah, that you that think that's, over time yeah. he would have less struggles because the room would finally be pressurized or depressurized? Well, I mean, like, when you, when, you, when you open something to space, at least in every other sci-fi thing we've ever seen, stuff gets instantly sucked out. It's an instant it's explosive vortex. explosive decompression. Yes, it's explosive decompression. Thank you, Mike. Just, just like after um, Chile last week. Just, I'm just, <laughs> woo! Good Lord, that's, I, sorry, I, I guess I had another bad. Uh, um, but yeah, that really ticks me off. Mike, what are your uh, next 50 bads? Again, the director didn't want to 100% rip off Aliens. Just 95%. I've never seen Aliens, so I don't know. <laughs> I think maybe we could justify it by saying that like Warwick was just like, listen, you damn near broke my ribs when you yanked me with the harness to get out of that guy's crotch. You're not going <laughs> to yank me out of a fucking airlock. Don't I'll yank my chain. <laughs> okay, so my next bads are... Uh, flashlights are still that fucking huge in the future and they're not even barrel mounted sticks he's carrying a rifle mm. in one hand and a and a flashlight in the other it's like this is the fucking future can't you just pretend the technology advanced a little uh, no night vision has the idea of technology getting smaller got lost to time mitten hands cheap <laughs> plain simple uh, my next one is Danny sees the troll hand and he gets lowered to a fucking Acme style container crushing. Yeah, that it's sucked. Like, it's fucking bad because there's flammable pipes all over the place and they aren't the kill. Hmm. You think you think the leprechaun would just detach his hand to like stick out behind a pipe. And then when Danny shoots at him, he punctures the pipe because he wants to shoot through it to hit the leprechaun. But instead he hits a gas main and boom. They that would have been a fucking good kill. Not like this fucking da 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 da. I don't think there was a single good kill in this movie. 
See, that's the thing. You know, Mike was Mike was already shitting on the sound effects. The one time we don't have a Looney Tunes sound effect is when the guy gets crushed. <laughs> who I thought I totally missed who the fuck that was because I literally had written down in my notes, oh, no, Danny died. And then, like, later, Danny's still alive. And I'm like, well, who the fuck got who, who got crushed then? Like, I totally like that character was clearly um, not memorable because I had no idea who the fuck it was. Yeah, I thought it was the other like, guy. Unless they're like, you know, the chicks, you know, the Marines, you, there's either the guy with the metal plate in his head, the black one, and then the rest. You know, it's like the end of <laughs> Gilligan's Island and the rest. You know, it's, it, yeah. it doesn't matter. Yeah, it's true. Kind of yeah. like the rest of Mike's bads. Fuck off. My next bad <laughs> is the leprechaun's monologuing. I like when he rhymes, like Mike's but monologuing? Most, of the, most of the time he just <laughs> speaks out his thoughts and his plans and it's just fucking dumb. It sounds like, exactly like Mike's monologue. Shut the fuck up. So. <laughs> my next bad is, uh, why is he gloating to the camera? When the fuck did this start? Trying to think. Yeah, I don't remember that. They have done that in three. Hmm. But then again, you know, you know, Mike already knows this, but you know, this is Rich's first Leprechaun movie. It doesn't matter because none of these, other than Part One and Leprechaun Returns, which is the eighth fucking movie, they're not sequels. They're all different Leprechauns, so it doesn't really fucking matter. But, but aren't they, they all they played by the same character? <laughs> they're yeah. all played by Warwick Davis for six of them. Yep. Speaking of racism, they all look alike. <laughs> So you're and, mad uh, that there's no black um, leprechaun now? I mean, Tony Cox is alive. I mean, he's available, so he's he a, could. He's a, I told you he's in Leprechaun. He's in Leprechaun too, but he's not the Leprechaun. So I think they should have used Seamus personally. Seamus? You mean Hornswoggle? No, he's in. The, no, I mean Seamus, like the, the wrestler, the, the six foot, like <laughs> tall, like. <laughs> With the red mohawk? Yeah, well, clearly they made him bigger, because bigger's better. (laughs) So you think they're just going to use CGI to, like, force, or use force perspective, like Lord of the Rings, just (laughs) to make him appear small, but also, like, fucking well-proportioned and buff? I don't care how they do it. I'm just saying he needs to be a leprechaun, Mike. That's all I'm saying. No, my next bad. I will say this. He did make a good rock study in the the last Ninja Turtle movie. I did like him. He did. Yes, he did. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mike, your next bad. Uh, when a woman of Dominia shows her breasts, it's a death sentence. I mean, if you want to show her tits, yes, I'm down for that. But that's the reason. So when women fuck on that planet, it's with their tops on because showing the men their nipples would mean death. I mean, Kinda it's like how dumb. when Mike shows his heart to a relationship, it's the death of the relationship. <laughs> 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 the next bad is when Sarge is in Dragon Attack Sticks. Why do they waste time like rebuffing his advances or dancing with him? They could just subdue him or tie him up. Everyone constantly forgets the urgency of their situation to engage in dumb fuckery. Mm-hmm. Like with, with with fake Sly Stallone, we see him. His friend gets dissolved in the septic room. Because septic tanks would just be impractical. Mm. And 
in a like within a minute, Harold cracks a joke, and he's the last person that should be laughing because his friend just fucking died in his arms. But no, it the camera zooms in on him going like, <laughs> like man, that doctor sure is funny. It's a good thing I had a full minute to process the death of my comrade in arms. Yeah, literally in arms, in my arms, <laughs> just died, literally. <laughs> and now he's dancing with Sarge. I know why the Sarge was dressed as a female, because this scene was made to drag. And that joke was funnier than this entire scene. Not by much. And the woman shows up <laughs> only to show that she's strong enough to kick <sighs> a man's ass, but only if he's dressed like a woman and doesn't fight back. Right. And the second he does fight back, then she needs two guys to help her. So this is trying to sell girl power from the perspective of someone who really, ha- who clearly hates the idea of what that would look like. Yeah, the people who came together to make the Spice Girls, clearly. And the Sarge was a cyborg made for combat who got dolled up for comic effect and was useless against the antagonist, just like Jason X. Mm. My next bad. When the doctor is messing around with his files and research at the computer terminal and clearly not entering anything, his files and research are a Windows 95 screensaver. Motherfuck. Next bad, spoiled princess gets her extreme make under, but she's still stunningly beautiful with poorly applied face blisters. I feel like we need a lightning round. We, we're getting it. <laughs> we're in the lightning round, yeah. <laughs> Space technology accidentally enhances Unstoppable Killer. Guess which movie would do it better in just a couple of years. But he's actually less dangerous somehow. Fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> Also, you haven't earned, you haven't fucking earned a help me reference. This is not the fly. It's a fucking spider and a scorpion. And then another one with Stallone obliging the fuckery with carrying around the concussed princess. She's revealed she's sided with the leprechaun. She's threatened everyone around. She's clearly overstayed her welcome. At this point, just fucking leave her to die. But no, he's like, oh, this lady's ask- acting all drunk and like trying to fuck him while she's acting hammer stunned for some stupid reason. And he's carrying her around like, fuck, this guy gets way too distracted all the time. She, well, she had nice boobs, so. <laughs> and the final bad, the strong independent woman crying, I can't do it. And needing two men to tell her to calm down. Do you feel better now? <laughs> I got some what the fucks. Cut uh, some shit off your, off your chest, eh? Here's a what the fuck that I think I should be sharing with Rich. Let's see if he agrees. Okay. Uh, We already talked about the Black Hole Sun demo reel for the Leprechaun's death. Uh, The other what the fuck is the fucking password entry screen. This, This password prompt is clearly not even a fucking thing on a screen. It is printed out on graph paper, and we're supposed to believe that this is a terminal. There's no blinking cursor, and when the password is finally typed, it's not even the same font or color as everything else on screen. It's Black Magic Sharpie in Comic Sans. I kind of liked the way it looked. I thought it was funny. Hmm. Didn't notice. Wow, the fucking guy who claims... Who started a show about technology and he didn't catch the terminal being absolutely fucking bad at technology. So, well, yeah. well I, th- I think I think Rich mentioned that he had checked out probably within the first thirty minutes, so there's no way he would have noticed that. Well, like not fully, but I mean, like it's it's I like I'm watching the movie, but I'm also trying to take notes, so I'm I'm looking at my phone while you know what I mean. So I'm missing things too, right? And I did. That's what you pause it for. 
Yeah, I don't. You know how hard it is to freaking. Pause? I'd have to like pull down my notification bar and hit pause on my phone. I'd no. It's just, you don't pause a movie, man. That ruins the flow of the movie. So does taking your eyes off things. So fair. The, now we take it to the kill of the week. A lot of these kills were pretty fucking dumb, but I guess the <laughs> winner by default would be Mooch getting the bacteria consumption because it is the least stupid death. Like there was no cartoon side effects or easily escapable bullshit he could have done. Uh, I it feel like wins. maybe the first guy, he just got like a bullet to the head or some shit, didn't he? No, he got chopped up with a lightsaber. The very first guy? Yeah. Yeah, oh. a guy in the called Lucky. Because he's the first to die because his oh, name is yeah, Lucky. Yeah, that yeah, was yeah, the yeah. joke. Okay. That was the joke. That was a terrible impression. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Moochie getting the bacteria simply because it was a death that actually kind of made sense. Like, he didn't see the leprechaun coming. He didn't fuck around talking with him. He didn't spend so long, like, putting himself in a, in a, in a death situation besides, you know, entering the fucking room. <laughs> so... Like, he got his suit cut, he got dissolved by the bacteria, it made sense. Uh, and at least we didn't get to hear the bacteria actually crunching on his flesh as he's being brought back. Because this movie could have just done that. Mm -hmm. You could have heard the bacteria be like... Like little piranhas. Like, they could have done it, and they didn't. So, I applaud their restraint. Welcome to ASMR with Mike. Anyone else have a different kill? Um, yeah, I didn't even know the guy's name, but you just revealed that it, apparently his name was Lucky. I picked his death strictly just because lightsabers. Yep, I would agree with that. <laughs> yep. Okay, cool. So, now the rating. I'm going to give this movie two glittery tits of death out of five. Rich? Uh, I'm going to give it three and a half rapes out of five. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Oh, shit. Eric, please save us. Well, <laughs> well, how, how, well, I'll save you by saying that my rating doesn't have the word rape in it. It doesn't <laughs> mention cross-dressing or dick-tucking. Validation. But, but I will say this. I went into this film with the proper mind frame, so I was able to have fun with it. Um, I'm giving it three and a half leprechaun middle fingers to Mike out of five. <laughs> so I, I just have to preface this uh, after you said that I thoroughly enjoyed this movie to the point mm -hmm. that I berated my wife afterwards for not being able to watch it with me like she said she was going to. Um, like I was, I had so much fun. I was laughing. It was hilarious. Yeah. The only reason why I um, got frustrated and like kind of checked out is because I was a little drunk maybe a little high and I just wanted to scroll through Facebook instead of taking notes. And I wanted to just enjoy the movie with my second screen, paying half attention like I do to everything else. But it was a super fun movie. I, yeah. I, I thought it was hilarious. All my complaints aside, I would, I would watch this again with somebody. It, it, it was, yeah. it had its fun moments. Although there's probably better goofier movies with better tits outside of the one boob scene you could probably show this to like children almost mm -hmm. yeah. you know what i mean like this is a pretty child-friendly horror movie which i yeah, guess is why not. we chose it for richard <laughs> they're like what is she doing with the guy who's mr snake i want to see a snake they're night swimming oh, yeah. honey 
I'll I'll say this, you know, this this movie has grown on me over the years. When I first saw it, I absolutely hated it, and then just as I grew to enjoy, like Mike, you, I think I don't remember what episode it was, but it was when I was first like helping with the show, like regularly. He called me a connoisseur of crap because I've grown to like schlock a lot more as I've gotten older. So I've enjoyed this one a lot more. It's mm-hmm. definitely more enjoyable if you watch it with friends and not you know sadly by yourself drinking or sober but i will say this you know mike when we were we were talking about returns i warned you how (laughs) when we watched the first one and returns we pretty much watched the best of them i will say this we have one more scheduled at least to watch um in the ones that we haven't watched yet um, there is one more I forgot to tell you that is really, really good. And then there is one more that I absolutely hate, like hate, but I'm not going to tell you which one it is until we watch. Clearly the so, one that's really good is the one with Hornswoggle by WWE Studios because they make amazing things. Have you not seen their Oscar case? Hey, I like to see no evil in the condemned. I'll give them that. Oh man. The the Marine is, uh, this, is a, this is a great series. I love the Marine series. See, no evil and the condemned was good. <laughs> what about the contempt, condemned two or the condemned three? Or what about the great contender? See, you, shut up, Mike. <laughs> you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> Tell us where we can find you, fuckhead. Oh, no, not yet, because we have a deleted scene to announce. Oh, no. Yes, as awesome as this movie was, there was a little extra footage on the DVD It was about how Warwick Davis was roped into making this movie because he had already done uh, two leprechauns and they weren't really doing so good in the, uh, well, the first two of the, was it the first two or just the first one that only made it in theaters? Uh, The first two were in theaters. Right. So Leprechaun 3 was not in theaters. It was direct to home video. So the series was already taking a downturn, but, uh. You know, the producers of this show, Jeff, uh, the fuck is his name? Jeff Jeffrey, (laughs) he's uh, the alias of Jeff Jeffrey, and Walter Jostin, they they did manage to uh, use a little little cunning to uh, to get him into the movie, and uh, you can find out how that was done on this week's It Came from the Cutting Room Floor. Hey, Jeff. Hey, Walt. Hey, Warwick. Pleasure to meet you. I have to admit, I usually get a full script and not just a post-it note saying, in space. It's a work in progress, but we just wanted to pay tribute to your work in Star Wars. Oh, thank you. It's been great to be in Jedi. Yeah, and one movie just isn't enough. So we wanted to give you your just due. Actually, I was in three movies this weekend. What? You mean there's like an episode seven and eight coming out? No, the other two were made for TV movies. <sighs> made for TV doesn't count. Oh. We want you to cruise the stars as the leading role with plenty of sci-fi references. Oh, like Spaceballs. Yeah, that kind of comedy. Uh, yeah, we're the next Mel Brooks. So do I get to rescue a Princess Leia type? Yeah, there's a princess, all sparkly and pretty. Ooh. So, do I finally get to wield a lightsaber? 
George was really adamant that Wicked couldn't become a Jedi no matter how much I asked. He said a lightsaber is just so big nobody short could look good wielding it, which is why we don't get Yoda doing any sword fighting on Dagobah with Luke. He said a lightsaber for Yoda would be just be a light knife. Yeah, I guess it's good we never saw Yoda with a lightsaber. That would have definitely ruined the magic of the character. Yeah, however, we don't have that problem. You can definitely have a lightsaber. Man, I can't wait to think of all the ways I can use it. Yeah, we might only get the budget for one use, but don't worry. We'll totally make it count. Nice. Yeah, and it'll fit perfectly in your shillelagh. Well, that's convenient. Wait, what? You didn't flip the post-it note over, did you? Uh, Let's see here. In space. Leprechaun for... Go, damn it! And there you have it. You know, I've seen those Ewok made-for-TV movies. I don't know what Warwick's big problem is doing Leprechaun 4. <laughs> uh, I love the fact that this was a uh, a movie about a short guy, and it's gone really long <laughs> on this podcast. Big is good. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, maybe if Mike would shut up and stay on topic for once. <sighs> you come for the movies, but stay for the tangents. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. So, uh, where can we find you, Rich? Uh, you could find me here occasionally. I uh, also do guest spots on the Pop Culture Pub podcast with my buddy Chris Lockhart. Um, uh, maybe some more projects coming out shortly. Uh, other than that, um, pretty much, you know, I just guest spot here and every once in a while. All right, and Eric. Um, like Rich said, when I'm not here with you, um, easiest way to find me is my YouTube channel, uh, Hey Internet Eric here, which is just me as one of the many fat bearded guys talking about movies on YouTube. But podcast wise, I have a podcast called Two Bearded Losers, where God willing, every Saturday at nine on my YouTube channel, I just gave the name, um, 9 p.m. Central Time, me and my buddy Alex, we talk films and go on tangents just like this. Um, but better? Uh, well, it, it depends on, uh, on your standards. <laughs> um, easiest way to, to watch us live is to su- subscribe to my YouTube channel. Or if you want, you can go to twobeardedlosers.com, and that takes you to the video playlist for all the past episodes. And if you're just into audio podcasts, uh, we're we're everywhere. Just like you know Pamela Anderson's herpes that we talked about earlier, we're everywhere. <laughs> you know Apple Woo! Podcasts, Spotify, all that stuff. And it's it's a podcast that Mike's been on before. He helped us with a uh, Never Too Young to Die, where John Stamos tries to save the world from a from a cross. Hey, let's go full circle. A cross dresser, but this time played by Gene Simmons. And um, we do plan on having... Oh, he's a hermaphrodite. Oh, is it potato potato. Yeah, he... Um, oh, he doesn't pretend to be a woman. Like, he's got tits. We see them. Oh, that's right. We do. And they are definitely the kiss of death, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we do plan on having Mike on again in the future when we get to talking video games. Because our new gimmick on the, on the podcast is we talk two films that are similar for some reason. We plan on having Mike on in the episode where we talk... Super Mario Brothers and Mortal Kombat. It just when schedules allow it. So he will be back, just like those herpes. <laughs> uh, 
Well, we hope you enjoyed our our extra length dissection of a Leprechaun Four in Space. And uh, if you want to suggest a movie, you can find out in the credits. But until next time, I'm Mike. I guess I'm Eric. Did you two fuckers <laughs> just agree to? Did you two like text behind my back just to do that? It's literally just about to be like good for you. <laughs> what we say in private is none of your business, Mike. I'm Eric. Rich? <laughs> no, I'm Rich. Either he's ignoring you or he muted. I'm Rich. Say it at one fucking decent level. <laughs> I'm Rich. And thank you for joining us on The Graveyard Shift. The Graveyard Shift is a Strange Biscuits production. Visit our website at strangebiscuits.com slash graveyardshift to hear all of our previous episodes. Subscribe to us, rate, and review us on CastBox, Apple Podcast, Stitcher, and Spotify. And don't forget to check out our Instagram at The Graveyard Shift Pod, as well as our Facebook at The Graveyard Shift Pod. Our Twitter is GS underscore Horror Pod. And if you wish to support the show financially, visit us at patreon.com slash graveyard. For as little as a dollar a month, you can help support the show and get bonus content. The theme for The Graveyard Shift is As Brutal As It Ever Was by Technoaxe. Visit their website at technoaxe.com and their YouTube channel for more royalty-free music. Thank you for listening, and as always, stay spooky. Ah!